Hey, welcome back. Day two of me trying to post a new episode every single day in January. 31 reflections on the last year. We've got a popular topic today. It's food spending. I don't know why, but humans love to talk about food spending and to compare food spending. And I've got some totals for you. Before I give you these totals, a little bit of context. This is for a household of two adults, two adults, no kids, who live in a medium cost of living city. Feels like a high cost of living city lately sometimes, but I guess that's everywhere now. Neither one of us eats meat very often. And sometimes I think that brings our total food cost down. And sometimes I think it brings it up. I never used to eat imitation meat products like Beyond Burger or stuff like that because it just wasn't that good, but it's gotten so good now in the last few years. And plant-based burgers, chicken fingers, just anything. It's, it's expensive. It adds up. So anyways, that's the context. The other thing I always like to say is just, this isn't a place where we're trying to spend less money. One of the greatest joys of my life is being able to go to the grocery store and just put whatever looks good into the cart. I try not to overdo it too much on going out to eat, but I also, again, this isn't a place where I'm trying hard to cut back. This isn't advice for other people who are trying to cut back. This is just what two bozos who... are not trying very hard at all, ended up doing in 2023. So the grand total for all things, groceries, takeout, sit down restaurants, alcohol, and coffee shops all put together was $15,217. That is so much money. That is like half of what I earned in a year in my first job out of school. So let me break that down a little bit. So the total $15,217 per month, it's about $1,268, which sounds about right to me. I know that our food spending generally tends to land around $1,300 a month or per person that is $634 per month. That doesn't seem wild to me, but sometimes well-meaning people will tell me that that seems wild to them, which is a totally fair opinion to have. But okay, so how does that break down? So out of about $15,000 total, a little more than half of that is groceries. So $8,282 was groceries. And when I break that down, it's $690 a month, which again, to me, feels reasonable. I thought it was going to be higher. It's definitely higher than it used to be. We tried to shop the pantry this month. And so by this month, I mean December actually. (laughs) So in December, we were like, let's try to just eat up everything in the freezer, eat up everything in the pantry. And we ended up spending, I think it ended up being just under $300 total on groceries. And I was like, that's got to be the lowest we've ever spent in our whole lives. And no, I went back. I have been tracking our spending for a long time. The lowest we ever spent on groceries in a month was in 2015 when we spent $91 on groceries. Now I'm sure that like the month before we had just done a big stock up at Costco, or maybe we were on vacation that month, but we were regularly having hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollar months in twenty fifteen. Obviously, food prices have changed a lot since then. Our income has changed a lot since then. I don't think that my tastes have changed, but I'm sure that they have subtly. I'm sure I've experienced lifestyle inflation probably more than I realize. I'm okay with six hundred and ninety dollars per month on groceries for two people. If it was getting up higher than that, maybe I would look at it a little bit more closely. But for me, that feels okay. And it's okay if that wouldn't feel okay for you. Or because you think it's too low or too high. Totally fine. Either way. Okay. The next biggest category is restaurants. And I break out restaurants, like a sit down restaurant separate from like getting Chipotle, getting Thai food delivered. I put all that in my takeout category. Total for restaurants was $3,579, which is almost $300 a month. One of my goals for 2023 was to try new restaurants, which we did. We tried a good number 
I got to go back and add up how many, but I really love going out to eat. I would definitely cut the takeout and delivery spending before I wanted to cut restaurant spending. I just enjoy restaurants so much. I love going out to dinner, especially a fancy dinner. It makes me really happy. I think it's really memorable. A lot of times it's a good experience. These are often times that we're spending with friends or people we love. So that's where we landed, $300 a month. Or if you look at it per person, that's like $150 a person per month, which that feels on the high side in my mind, but also I'm not trying to make changes there. Next biggest category was takeout. And this is for me, it's kind of like all casual dining. So I have mentioned many times I have a bit of a commute on the days that I decide to go into the office, 45 minutes. And my reward for driving 45 minutes there and 45 minutes home is usually stopping to get McDonald's on the way. So McDonald's, I have mentioned, we definitely have an ice cream habit in the summer. There's this lovely ice cream shop that's walking distance from our house. So that falls in that category, like going to any kind of event with food trucks. This all falls in that category. And the total was $1,719, which comes to about $143 a month or again, $71 per person. The next category is alcohol. And I only count alcohol in the alcohol category if it's what I want to say, easily counted as alcohol. So if we go like to a liquor store, uh, which is usually what I like to do to stock up on something to have in the house, or if we go to a bar and are buying drinks there, that goes in alcohol. If it's like something we bought at the grocery store, it goes into groceries. If it's, if we go out to eat and order drinks with dinner, I don't, I don't break it out at that level as that sounds like work. <laughs> so we spent a total of $934 on alcohol. Again, not counting. Mostly this would, I would say just doesn't count things at restaurants. Otherwise if we're having any kind of alcohol at home, I almost always, I like to do like a once a month, if that I go to like this one liquor store I like, <laughs> has a really good slice of wine and beer and I buy almost anything we drink from home and there or it's like we went out for happy hour and mostly bought drinks and so I counted as alcohol rather than a restaurant or like we went to a concert and I have I can see what the bar tab was from the concert that kind of thing so $934 $78 a month it's so interesting because I feel a little bit like a broken record I'm like that seems reasonable and I mean anything that you do feels reasonable otherwise you wouldn't be doing it but I know that there are people who are much higher and much lower. A lot of people who will tell me they're much lower, which is great, but that's where we are. And then last, but definitely not least is coffee shops coming in at $700, which is about $60 a month, 58, but call it $60 a month. Coffee shops, obviously that's mostly coffee, but it's often breakfast, breakfast burrito, pastry, that kind of thing. I was perusing through the transactions. It looks like there's like 50 something transactions. 20 plus of them were from a local coffee shop in our neighborhood that I love. I was happy about that. I've been trying to spend more money there because I really like having cute shops in my neighborhood and I would like them to stay. And the way to get them to stay is to spend money there. So 20 something trips there. There's four charges from Starbucks and the rest are just various places from around town. I looked at that and I felt really good about that. So that's the total $15,217. And that's the breakdown. I'll be curious to see how that compares to 2024. Feels like prices are stabilizing in terms of inflation. I'm not really trying to bring this down. I'm not really trying to bring it up except in the case of spending more at local coffee shops, which I felt pretty good about what we did this year. Yeah. It's interesting to compare it. So I'm going to do another episode of Inside Out Money. We did an episode of Inside Out Money where several of the Inside Out Money co-hosts shared their spending and Maggie uh, just the courtesy of giving a per person breakdown. And I think my household spent more on food with just two adults versus the other co-hosts who are also feeding multiple kids. I don't know. Do kids eat that much? 
Like I know teenagers do, but do little kids, I don't know. But I was just doing another episode with Maggie for Inside Out Money. We were talking about where we would cut back on spending if we needed to. And she was like, I literally don't think we have any more to cut on groceries. Like it's pretty lean already. And I was like, we definitely do have room to cut. I just don't want to. I really like having a well-stocked kitchen, a well-stocked pantry. And I know that I'm, of course, like in a super lucky spot to not have to worry about it and to be able to like go get coffee when I want to and swing through a drive-thru or pick up takeout or head out to a nice dinner. It's not always about trying to spend less. I think, you know, what we're all trying to do with our money is like maximize satisfaction. And I think, I mean, I I don't think probably anyone's 100% perfect on any category there. But when I look at the spending, I'm like, yeah, I feel like I got a lot out of that. Like I enjoyed those restaurants meals. I enjoyed those trips to the coffee shop. I enjoyed having a well-stocked pantry. Like I enjoyed a lot of good meals last year and I'm not sure spending more would have brought a better outcome. And I think trying to cut back would have just decreased my enjoyment of food last year. So, so that's food. All right. Thank you for listening. I'm going to be here every single day in January posting a new episode. If you have any questions, thoughts, I'm going to put a poll in the episode. If you're listening on Spotify, you can see it there. Otherwise, I will talk to you tomorrow. 